Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. And we are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Hi there. Hi, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. So I have a topic idea for us today, Daddy. Um, Nobody's going to know what I call you anymore. Really depends on the on the mood that strikes. I like Daddy. That's good. Okay. Well, I thought today, Dad, that we could talk about you as a buyer. I work in sales, Mm -hmm. and you have sold in the past. You've trained on sales, and right now you're in a position where you're buying. I want to ask you some questions Mm -hmm. about the buyer's experience. Right. So are you comfortable with that? I am. And in fact, it's funny you said that because I happened to, over the last year, especially in my job, I have actually been the buyer and seeking out vendors or business partners, which I like to hope that they become business partners and they do. We Um, like that as well. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I just had a conversation with one of them because I accidentally called him a vendor. We're now in the middle of implementation and we've gotten to really know each other. And uh, I mentioned vendor and he said, oh, I'm so hurt by that. And I was like, no, 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 <laughs> He's no, like, no. I know You're... where I stand yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, right. I said, no, 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 no. We're partners. <laughs> but he, he truly was. He was like hurt. He was like, I, I didn't think I'm That's a vendor. That's like dating when someone's like, this is my friend. <laughs> You're like, I thought I was your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying the learning, knowing how I feel and I, I don't critique the other party, but I just say, oh, I remember doing stuff like that. Well, that's not, that's well, not good. Well, you probably have a unique position because you've been on the other side of the table mm-hmm. and you've trained on these things that you are both maybe more generous with your time and feedback than others, mm-hmm. but also more critical because you know how to do it well and you probably cringe at certain things that you see naturally. Right. I've actually helped prospects, even if I haven't done business with them, when I say help them, but say, you know, we didn't go with you and it's not you personally, but it's, you know, the product wasn't right or whatever, but this would have been more helpful. Right. Like if in the future you could Mm do X. So I think it would be interesting if we start because the world of sales has changed dramatically Mm -hmm. and just getting into the head of a buyer, I think will be very interesting. All right, good. Fire away. So if we start big picture, dad, can you just give a glimpse of what a day in the life looks like? My day? No, like broadly. How crazy is it? Because I think that helps to put into perspective all of us start our day and think we've got our priorities. But what is going to be sold to you and who's approaching you with some kind of solicitation mm-hmm. is at the bottom of your to-do list, right? It's right. not even on there. It's like noise. Yeah. My day is just keeping up with what I, I have a million things that I have to accomplish or right now I'm in the middle of a lot of implementations. When I say implementation, so we've purchased things, purchased new insurance products. We've purchased, could be software systems and they have to be implemented. And that involves a lot of coordination and training and other stuff. So if you consider the fact that in my day, X amount of time is allocated already, then hearing from new vendors when I have to get a new product, you're not the only vendor in that space. 
whatever that space is, I may be seeing three other or four other vendors. So I, I guess it's more of in the day of the life is I'm pretty busy during the day, but I also need to hear what you have to say and I have to make time for you. But the who you make time for is very selective, I would imagine, right? Correct. So Correct. how do you decide? And I'm just going to, so if we think about you have priorities that are on your list mm -hmm. and then you have probably a roadmap, would that mm -hmm. be an accurate mm -hmm. statement? Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between how much of the vendors or prospective partners are you engaged with because you've, you are seeking out something or are you engaged with because yeah. they approached you with so, something? First of all, I'm not interested in anything that I'm not interested in if I'm not interested in it. And I said it like that on purpose <laughs> using interesting a whole bunch of times. That was probably really annoying. What I mean is... So I is, won't edit that out right, after. No, don't edit it out. What I mean is that if, if you are a vendor and you have reached out to me because of LinkedIn or whatever reason you seem to have found me, if I'm not in that market, your emails deleted or your your LinkedIn messages ignored or you want to connect it is probably ignored not because I'm a you know miserable human being but if you're selling me something that I have I am not responsible for and so on I, I just ignore it now I have passed leads on to other departments so for example I'm, I don't do HR but if there is someone that's been fairly persistent on something HR, I may pass it along to the HR person. And that's something I want to bring out. Be persistent without being annoying. Well, so, okay, so that's a good segue. How have you experienced persistence without annoyance? What does that look like to you? Because if, if you're just sending me emails and they're just emails that you have, you're totally cold, those are annoying when I don't do that, right? So in my position, I don't do HR. I'm just using that as an example. Right. If you continually reach out to me for HR things, if I feel like it, I may respond and just say, you got the wrong person. But I most likely won't. I'm just going to delete your email mm -hmm. and continue to delete your email. When I say persistent is you don't know from your side what I need when. So you have to stay connected. You know, it's a, it, it's then, hard. So it, that goes all back to though, because I think about this, right? When you're trying to figure out who the right person is to sell to, depending mm -hmm. on what it is that you sell, you're doing research, hopefully, mm -hmm. <laughs> unless you just are operating some kind of spam cannon, but hopefully you're doing research and you've kind of curated a list of the prospective buyers for what you sell or the people that would be impacted by it. So if I'm selling some kind of a sales enablement tool mm -hmm. and I know that maybe marketing may be the buyer, mm -hmm. but the sales function is going to really care about that. So you've kind of got your functions of people that you yeah, care you, about and want to reach into. Right, but you can't know that till you get into a company. But Right. So going back to how do you be persistent because you're getting things all the time and, and I get solicitations frequently that are for things like, Hi, we sell healthcare software. And I'm like, what would possibly make yeah, well, you think right, that I'm exactly. a healthcare software buyer? So, right. So I, what does that look like? Are they coming to you and saying, hi, Joe, not sure if you're the right person. I'm trying to get in front of somebody that would care about X. Here's the value that it delivers. If you can right. point me in okay, the right direction so, or. Right. So I'm going to answer that. And then I'm going to get to what I really think works in a minute. Not that that doesn't work. You have to hope that I, I eventually 
help you. I'm not going to help you if I don't care about you. So if your email looks like it's just a form email with, you know, you happen to have found my name, I'm going to delete it, delete it. But if you add things to it, and maybe you've left messages on my voicemail, and I kind of feel that you're genuine, I'll, I'll respond to you. Like, for example, I'm going to give you a perfect example. We don't use Salesforce software. That's not what we use for CRM. There was a woman that just kept, she was really sweet. She left these really nice messages. She sent these really nice emails. I kept deleting them. I kept deleting the messages <laughs> and all that. And then just one day, she just left this message and just said, you know, I, I all I'm asking if you could point me in the right direction and so on. And, and I finally called her back and I just said, just don't waste your time with us. We already have, <laughs> you know, whatever. And she was really, really sweet. She was really appreciative. And then she said, can I keep you on the list in the future? You know, how long is your contract? Cause we had just signed up mm -hmm. with another CRM vendor. And I said, it's three years. So call me back in three years and see where we are. Well, and, and that is a really nice thing because mm -hmm. being in market, if you've got, and, and being somebody that's selling, if you've got a list and you only have a certain amount of hours in a day and imagine you're spending 90% of your time targeting people that there is not a shot in hell that they're going to talk yeah, to you. She was so appreciative and she was just appreciative <laughs> a, that I spoke to her and B that I told her. Yeah. I'll talk to you sure. in 2024 <laughs> right. or whatever. You yeah. Know? So, and what I want to tell you though, that does work. And here's the thing. So you get these unsolicited things that come in because I'm not always buying something every day. Right. Mm -hmm. But when I am, then I want you. And what I do is I literally go on, I Google, uh, if I want a certain software or I want a certain service. I'll just go online and I'll, I'll Google that. I will also call vend other vendors or business partners and say, hey, I'm looking for something. And that's another one. A business partner is a great source. Like, do you work with X? Yeah. So finding good channel right. partners to align yourself to. And here's what I want to say about that. If I've put my name into a form online or I am referred to someone, the time frame between me entering data or making a call and someone getting back to me better be quick. And what is quick to you? Like within a day or two at the at most. most. At the most. Because I have put, especially happens with large companies. Mm -hmm. I've been looking for something and I fill out a form and I don't hear from anybody. And then I've now gotten two or three other things and then it's a week or two later and I'm already two demos in or I've already spoken to two or three people. Now you're late to the party. You're late and I may not have an appetite to talk to you anymore because I've pretty much, I think I'm good. I think I have what I want. So for me to give you advice, your lead gathering should be very powerful on the web and a very powerful lead comes in. It's someone reaches out ASAP. Yeah. I so. think that's, that's good advice to anybody because thinking about the fact that you were in market at the moment that you mm -hmm. were searching and you had done some research on the company that compelled you enough to put a form fill together. Mm -hmm. So if you don't hear, you've already forgotten about that company. Right. And once I want something, I now want it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the same old story. It's like you wait and wait. You probably have customers like that. Oh, definitely. They wait, they wait proposal, second proposal. I don't know. Then they go, okay, we've chosen you. Can you have this all done? Oh, you know, it, yeah. Monday at, at, at two and it's, you're like, what? Oh, it's, it's always wait, wait, wait. Now we need it yesterday. <laughs> so that's pretty much what we're all used to. Right. So if we think a little bit about how much of your buying decision 
has been made before you even engage partners, potential partners. A buying decision regarding... Like, do you usually, when you start a pursuit to find something, Mm -hmm. you've talked to maybe your prospective partners about other referrals they may have for this type of service. You've done some research. You maybe have some preconceived ideas of companies that you know in the space. Mm -hmm. So how much of your mind is made up before you go into it? I try not to have my mind made up at all. Would you say that's consistent among buyers or do you feel like that's just a position you try and take? I think if I'm, if my integrity is good with my business, I should keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. I've been sold almost on the first presentation and then I think this is perfect. You know, then vendor two comes in or prospect two comes in and I hear those and then I'm like, man, eh, I think it's the first one is still good. And then prospect three blows me away. Right. Or, or maybe prospect two wasn't that great, but made me question some things about prospect one. So you really do have to. How much do the people drive absolutely your sale? I am, a, as we've talked earlier, mm-hmm. uh, you know this, I'm a people person. I, I really want to like you. And I, that's very important to me. On the other hand, I will also know that you as the salesperson are not the support people. Right. And I'll never talk to you again after we purchase the product. Right. So I keep that in the back of my mind that. All right, I really don't like you, but not you personally. But. So, you know, if you just think about what's important for buying, it's important for you as a buyer mm-hmm. to understand what happens next and who are the people that are tied to the ongoing relationship. Yes, yeah. So I'll discount you if I'm not happy with you if you're out of the picture because after implementation, I deal with support people. So what you're saying is that all of the pieces matter Mm -hmm. so if you're in an initial pursuit now if you don't like somebody off the bat that may be the determining factor of whether or not you give them a meeting or Mm -hmm. you know engage in a demo (laughs) right they have to be prompt they have to be respectful of my time they have to connect with me and they have to deliver if i've asked for information give it to me Mm -hmm. unless you can't i may meet with you the first time and i'm going to be at a thirty thousand foot level Right. Your next meeting may be with the team that's actually going to be using your product or service. You have to now adapt to maybe more of the detailed people and bring your people in. If you're responsive and when we have that second demo or presentation, whatever it is, you better have the resources there to do that. I've had a recent situation where I said, okay, I'm going to have the people who are going to be using this and they're in, I need you to be detailed as to how this would work. And on one situation, we got there and then they were asking, my team was asking detailed questions. And they weren't fully able to answer the question. And that didn't go over really well because you just wasted right. my time, their time. So after 20 minutes, we had to cancel it and restart another time. Now, are you still, do you still have an appetite to work with this potential partner? Potentially because of the power of their solution. But I'm certainly not yeah. all that pleased. And what I will do, I'll use that in the price negotiation. Like you'll say you wasted our time, so I want... Uh... Yeah, I'll use whatever because I'm kind of a tough negotiator on the price. Are you? Yeah, so I'll use that. I'll say, you know, whatever, I'll just may bring it up. 
That's, I mean, it's smart, right? It's, yeah. So just don't do stuff like that, you know? So yeah. Cause you but, can have you sitting on the other side of the table. Like, well, I don't, I don't mean my time uh, is worth this and my team's time is worth X. Right. So. So just, just, or if you, if you can't pull the team together, right, just cancel, cancel it, the, cancel it, you know? Am I answering your question? Yeah, no, I think that's helpful. So if we think about just more getting in front of you, mm -hmm. right, before we even get down the path of why you will make your decision, just early in the sales process, if we step back to why you will give somebody the time of day, what vehicle, because there's no one way to do mm -hmm. this, there's obviously there's email, there's LinkedIn, a phone call, video, whatever. What are you most receptive to? Is there a channel that's a preference? Yeah, for me, it's for me, it's email, basically. And is it the fact that it's on your time? So it's from a time perspective. Yeah. And for example, my work number is not available online. So it's going to be hard to get how much you want to bet. Number. Well, no, I don't mean it that. I know. I, I bet know I that. could find it. <laughs> no, but I have very few. There are very few phone calls that come into me. So if you think about that, though, and you talked about that nice lady that you mm -hmm. finally answered and were like, listen, we're going to make a CRM decision yeah, in three she years. She left a message. Yeah. But she had left messages. She had referred to those mm -hmm. messages in your emails. Okay, and you so did have to delete, but you did have to delete. <laughs> and I'm not trying to, I'm not leading you here, but I'm just curious because what I always say a lot is that phone calls make a difference. And it may not be that the phone call gets you a meeting. Mm-hmm. I think between LinkedIn, you know, seeing who you are, putting a face well, to the connection, hearing, your voice, hearing right? your voice on the phone and just recognizing when you talk about persistence, does that show you persistence and does that show you some authenticity or humanizing? Right. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess you I guess you're right. I'm just saying, all I'm, I'm not saying, trying to convince you here. No, no, no. All I'm saying is, again, it has to be something that I'm interested if I'm interested in it, then all of it is true. If I'm not interested in it, None of it is true, right? If that makes sense. So I think from your standpoint, and and I see this like, there's no way you remember I talked early on in another episode about the research and yes. and I and you, we had a little disagreement there. We did about the research. And as much as I believe you should do some research, but this is what I'm talking about. You can't possibly know what's going on in my company and listeners if you didn't listen to the previous episode the snippet is we disagreed right. he was saying that you shouldn't be assumptive with your research and i was saying don't you want somebody that's done their research and that is not pushing their research on you but basically saying i did my homework to the best of my ability that i can do my homework without talking to you exactly and where we disagreed was in my opinion you can only do homework from kind of like looking at a town from an airliner as you're coming in right. to land and you look at the houses and the roads and the thing. You know nothing about the town. You just see a stadium, a school, and some buildings. That's about all, all you can do on the research. So it, it doesn't say anything further about what me, Joe Graziano, needs as your prospect. That's all. But it does say, well, he works for a credit union and... It's not a bank and it's, you know, you, it's right. that kind of stuff. So, well, and I think research we, has gotten a little bit more sophisticated where you can see systems that a company uses. Maybe there's, you know, certain things. Maybe that, we have systems that we've purchased that don't use and you wouldn't know that. Well, no, you're 100% right. right. I think okay. no matter what level mm -hmm. of research you have, 
there's the reality of how right. these things and, are actually used and all of that. Right. So what I would say from you as a as prospecting, if you were advising your team, your current vendors are a great source of leads, mm -hmm. meaning your current customers, I should say. You need to ask them who they know. That's really powerful. I will tell you that my business partners, and I'm going to use my most recent one without naming any names, he makes a really good point of making sure that when we have conversations, he tells me about other products that they've taken on, other companies they've purchased, other things. And then I've said, oh, really? You do that? I didn't know you did that. So he doesn't stay focused on just what we we're doing together. So that's a help. Yeah. And that's certainly relevant and something that we do. The, the hardest thing, though, is just getting in front of somebody new. Mm -hmm. How often are you providing leads to your partners outside of your company? How, oh, how, like I? you said, your customers right. are a great source of leads, mm -hmm. obviously for expansion within the business, right? Mm -hmm. Your company. But how often are you talking with peers in other organizations? Well, I'm not unless I'm asked. So this is a good segue. Are you asked often? No. And that is, that's the funny part, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Like some of these things that would be just simple. Hey, do you have any referrals of peers that might benefit the way that we've shown you value? Right. It's the same. I, I always think like even the phone calls, I don't get a lot of calls. I get a ton of emails that are really mm -hmm. easy to delete, mm -hmm. but I've answered a couple of calls recently where it was somebody like selling a promotional product and I ended up forwarding their information somewhere because they literally right. got me on the phone and were like, Hey, I I'm shooting you an email right now. Like you, you, any interest in this? <laughs> you want to know what another trick you're asked for references, right? Yes. So if you're smart, coach your references to do some research for you and find out have your reference oh, see like there's a different that dynamic your reference can ask there's that a you different need to dynamic know. between mm -hmm. the reference and you cuz you're at the end of the day as much as i trust you you're still selling me something right right but your prospect is going to ask questions of your reference i know you purchased Mm -hmm. product from Christina. This is the blah, 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 whatever. They're going to ask some questions. Well, ask your reference to ask back and do some research things you want to know because they can get answers because it's a different dynamic. That's a really good point. That, that's just a peer. That's a peer. Yep. I yeah. love that. That's and a good idea. And they can also give a twist. I'm going to tell you that we have one software vendor we're very close with. And when other people want to know about that software, we're very open about the pros and cons and everything else. Mm -hmm. And we've actually gotten some very nice relationships with other credit unions because of that reference. Right. We've learned about how to find other software, other things that we might have needed, what, are the, what they're using. So you have a very complex array of services you can offer, right? Oh, yeah. So have your reference plant seeds about those other, other things, things that they're doing yeah. about how those other services blend and work with and mesh. And because I might say, well, your products and services are on par with the other prospect. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that you also have this other service and it meshes so well. That's a game changer. Like that would be you follow. Yeah, that so. makes a lot of sense. Mm hmm.
So if we just have fun with this for a second, if you, I'm going to put you on the spot here, what is the worst sales experience that you've had? And then we'll, we'll say, what's the best. And I don't know if you can think <laughs> on your feet here, dad, I'm going to challenge that, that old well, mind I, of yours. I, 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 old mind. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. The worst to me is when, so remember I mentioned persistence and all that stuff. Uh -huh. So it goes two ways. One is I, I don't hear from you again, like, and you're annoying to get to, like, not annoying, you're hard to get to. And you're the one looking for business for me. So if, if you're looking for business and you have to chase down information. Yeah, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I just had one. And again, I'm not mentioning any companies, but this was a shocking one based on the company it was. A cold email came through about a seminar, ironically, on selling remotely. I'm not going to mention the vendor and you keep saying that I feel like you want to mention the vendor. I do. I really do, but I can't. <laughs> and they're not, they're not a vendor of ours. So okay. I just get this thing about selling remotely. I actually thought it might've been something that might be somewhat helpful. So I responded to the email and I just said, yeah, send me some more information. I heard nothing, <laughs> heard absolutely nothing about literally 10 or 15. It had to be two weeks later. I get a phone call from uh, this gentleman in his car calling me up about that. I barely remembered what <laughs> what it was because it you know it was just like it was something I thought was interesting and I'll but get information. But you weren't that interested in it that you were going to no. like chase it down. So I finally he finally I said, "Oh, oh, oh, yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago." Yeah. So he tells me what it is and I said, "Well, I kind of want to know how much is it and you know, I, if I want to put 5, 10 people through how does that work?" And he says, oh, you're going to have that many? And I said, well, maybe it could be even up to 20. I, I don't know how, how we're going to do this, but I just wanted some information. He says, oh, okay, oh, this is great. I'm the owner of the company and I'm going to have, uh, making up a name, Janet, so-and-so is going to reach out to you. She'll answer all your questions and take care of it. I said, great, nothing. <laughs> and this and is then, the owner of the company? Yeah, and then... It was literally, I'm not even exaggerating, a week later, this Janet sends me an email. It was as if it was like, hi, Mr. Graziano, do I have your name right? Frank said you spoke. Why don't you give me a call and I can answer whatever questions you have. Not referencing the seminar, not, not referencing <laughs> the thing. And I wrote back and I said, okay, yeah, I'm interested in in whatever and but are to this you day, interested in but are you interested in that anymore a, a no, seminar day, on sell, selling remotely that they can't that that was january i have not heard from that woman again <laughs> it's needless to say we haven't taken that course okay so and then what about worst email that you've received what does somebody that's like annoyingly persistent look like to you it's the same email over and over and over again. That same canned email. Same email and then, over and over again. How about for me? It's getting the email that has your name in all caps. And yeah. then they have something like that's <laughs> right. wrongly mail merged in there. <laughs> or like a different company name. I've got see, see, this is where, because I'm older than you, I remember actually where people would have a photocopied message. And then literally you could see that they typed your name in <laughs> and folded it up and put it in an envelope. It, but they've done the same thing. It's now 2021 and they, they do it electronically. So, so funny. So on the flip side of that, mm -hmm. best experience that you've had? Best experience. I have to say most of the prospects that I deal with that have responded to my queries and, and so on have been extremely wonderful. I have to say pretty much for demos, 
had the right people mm -hmm. for conversations, have answered the questions. I really have been enjoying Zoom or whatever they use, Teams or anything. I've enjoyed that from a standpoint of seeing the people and we can do things quicker, like where they could say, yeah, tomorrow morning, are you free tomorrow morning? Boom, yeah. and they're in California and whatever, they get up at six o'clock and it's nine o'clock, whatever. So most of them are, are that way. And it's really because they are nice people. They are responsive. They give me what I want and take it from there. So final thoughts, dad, this was really good and appreciate all of your insights. I think it validates a lot of what I expected to hear, mm -hmm. but also gave a lot of insight that I think is new and helpful as well. If you were giving one piece of advice to people that are out there selling and trying to differentiate themselves, what would it be? Be yourself, be nice and be human. There you go. That's it. All right, Tad. People like to do business with people, not robots. Well, I agree. And I yeah. mean, if you can find a way to humanize yourself in an email. Well, be, be <laughs> respectful. Don't assume because someone has a fancy title that they're, you know, everyone's a human. I, I, that's the last piece I'm going to, I'm going to say. That's what I always say. You're respectful of the president of the company, vice president, all these titles. Everyone is a human and we appeal, we respond to humanness. We what you mean to, to say, dad, is that everybody, regardless of their title, mm -hmm. is a human that has a daughter that humbles them <laughs> and tells them how uncool they are That's every exactly single it. day. That's right. And if it's not a daughter, it's a niece it's, or it's, it's somebody it's there. It's a son, it's a wife, a husband. So just think of it that way. Yes. You know, here you're playing hardball with people trying to negotiate. And if they would have just called me, I could tell them everything that works. Exactly. So that's what, that's what I should do. So dad, what do you think if we try and recap? Yes, do I you, think we, do you I trust think we should. I trust you this time. Okay. Yes. okay. We're going to try. Okay. This isn't a science, okay. but just so that the listeners get a sense of what it was that we delivered here today. Okay. We just went over number one, be persistent. Mm -hmm. Number two, be responsive and timely. And that means paying attention and listening to what it is specifically you're asked for and make sure you're actually delivering that. Right. Use your tactics to humanize you. So this is with getting in the door. Mm -hmm. Use your email, LinkedIn, make phone calls, leave voicemails, but just use it as a way so that the buyer knows that you're human and they start to feel some kind of connection and, you know, a, right. a right. reason to respond. Yeah. Take the few extra steps to make it personal. Right. Ask for referrals. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's it's I think it's something that most of us know. But obviously, the fact that you so rarely or never get asked means that it's something that we can all do more of. Yeah. And that's of your of your current yeah. customers. Yeah. Of your mm -hmm. current customers. This was my favorite. And what I jotted down, um, use your references to learn for you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you need a good relationship there. But if you can have your reference, try and learn from your perspective customer at yeah. a, as a peer. That's gold. And finally, we beat a dead what <laughs> I love you. We beat a dead horse with this one. <laughs> but be authentic. Yes. I think we say that every week, but it's important. And yeah. just remember that the person on the other side of the phone is a human. Correct. And regardless of their title, they have a daughter or a son or somebody that is making fun of them. That's correct. Every single day. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you next week. That's it. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. What do you think, Dad? Should we record another riff? 
No, this is, this is good. <laughs> this is it. We would like feedback. If you want a different song, you know, let me know. You know, I just get bored. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.